Five, four, three, two, one. Malcolm, thank you for being here. And thank you to the listeners for tuning in and joining us on the journey. Say hi to your camera again. What's happening? I like the way that looked last week. Um, we have a long show in store for you guys. <laughs> what are you laughing at? You said you like the way that looked. That was a pause. Nah, that's pause, it. Pause, pause, pause. I right, pause. But um, we have a long show for you guys. Um, unfortunately, I want to start it off on a very somber note. I would like to say um, condolences to everyone in Beirut. I think I pronounced that properly. By now, all you guys may know um, there was a massive explosion explosion um, due to some ammonium nitrate, I think it is. Some laziness. Some lazy. Yeah, it was stupid. stupid it was lady. stupid. Uh, I mean, I just want to send prayers. I just want to say I hope everyone's going to be as good as they can in that country. That country is in an uproar right now. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I want to send our condolences from, from the U.S., from the Nick and Mal show to Beirut. From Beirut to Beirut. And if you guys are not aware of what happened, I think it was six years ago in 2014, a ship came in. They ran out of funds. Basically, the person who was running the ship, they didn't have enough money for them to pass through the canal. So they had to dock in Lebanon and wait until the guy sent the money. Money never came. The crew was actually stuck on the ship for two entire fucking years. Like, these guys lived on the ship. They started running out of food and supplies and stuff like that. And eventually, the government let them leave and pay for their um, plane ticket back home. However, ammonium nitrate, I think it was 38 tons, like 3,800 tons of ammonium nitrate, was taken, stupidly stored in the middle of the city, right? And this, you know it's funny? I was thinking like, oh, maybe this is the first time something like this happened. No. This has happened many a times. In France, they had an explosion similar to this. Um, oh, fuck. I can't remember the guy's name. Andy was actually telling me about this. It was a guy in, um, I think, like in the early 1990s who, he, he was a terrorist. He bombed a big building somewhere in the U.S., and that's what he used. Ammonium nitrate set it on fire. And it cleared a whole fucking building. So it, it, I'm sure they knew what was going on. And there's a bunch of letters being sent to the government um, saying, hey, we need to get this out of here. And the government was basically ignoring the people. Ignoring like, hey, we don't give a fuck. We're going to get that out of there whenever we can. I mean, the shit was there for six years, bro. Yeah. yeah. And unfortunately, that happened. But hopefully, I think 150 people died. Honestly, that, when I heard that number, bro, I was kind of relieved. Like, just looking at the size of that explosion, yeah, I thought it was going to be a lot more people. Yeah, like everyone in all those buildings. That yes. Surpassed. Yes. Scary. How, how many people died in 9-11? Do you know? Let know. me see that real quick. But I thought it would have been like on some 9-11 type stuff, you know? And I think that's where it hit a soft point with me because like we live in America and 9-11 was this big event. And aesthetically, that looked as bad, if not worse than that. That big explosion, yeah. That big explosion. It was fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. Then there were all the videos going around the internet. This lady was getting married and shit just... Oh, did, I didn't see that video. You didn't see what? the video? Let me show it to you. Lady it getting was, married she was explosion Yes, happened. bro. Yes, bro. Hold on. But, yeah, it was crazy. She was getting married. Um, explosion went off. And all you see is like shit just shaking, bro. Like, just going crazy. I'm not going to show it to you because I don't have my You think screen. she got her money? You back? 
for what getting married. <laughs> she get not a damn thing back. There's a new thing now, marriage insurance. What's that? Well, you put insurance on on your uh, marriage in case something goes wrong. Yeah, that's probably about to be the new shit now. That's that's. It sounds like a man created that in case niggas. That's a, that's a Nick and Mouth. That's a Nick and Mouth. That's in right case there. you want to marry a shorty, but you're not really sure. Yeah. Like you know, I might not show up that deal. Let me put some insurance. Exactly. On it. <laughs> yeah. I put some insurance on it. Yeah, we got you guys. Nick but, and um, Mouth marriage insurance. Yeah. Yo, before we get off the beat, the Beirut thing. Do you think it's better that there's um. There's no one to blame, even though the people are blaming the government, which is okay, right? Because that is some lazy, sh- lazy shit on the part of the government. But as far as them for healing, do you think it's better that they don't have anyone to blame? Like, say, oh, a terrorist group did it, or it's better that it was an accident? It's better that it was an accident. Why do you say that? Because now if we think about it, if, if another country uh, did this to them, we're in a pandemic. And now, now we have another war, and we don't know would, what war could go through right now. It would be you know, war, bombs dropping everywhere. Mm. Scary. That's a good point. That's what honestly, when I first seen it, I'm like, oh, this is a terrorist attack. Yeah. And even after thing. everyone came out, and Donald Trump, right? I would say Donald Trump has to hold the L for coming out and say it was an attack because it's oh, been like God. almost a week now. There's no proof that it was an attack. So, at, for someone on his level, is just like. You know what I mean? You, you have to be more careful with stuff like that. Yeah, you can't just be saying that blatantly. However, when he said it, I'm like, fuck, I think it was a terrorist attack. Like, how could this shit be? This shit look like a nuclear bomb, bro. Yeah. Right? I'm like, this shit has to have been planned. But um, I don't know. What was I saying? The government just being lazy. Yeah, the government being lazy. People are going to find someone to blame in this situation. First of all, why would anyone think, as a government, you would think, yo, let's just have some explosiveness right here, right by the city. In the, in the just basement. Chilling. And and I think it was actually spread out through all buildings, like in a couple different buildings. It's stupid. Bro, it's bro, stupid. Throw it in the water or something. Throw it yeah. somewhere, bro. The, 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 the ship sank. The ship sank? Yeah. It did? Yeah, it sank. Oh, with the explosion? Yeah, they took everything off, and it just... It, Bro, that's mm-hmm. just laziness. They let the ship sit there, and they let the explosives mm-hmm. sit right on a port of a city. They should have put. They should have left that shit on. Common the Common sense goes. God forbid something does happen. God forbid we go to war and someone drops an atomic bomb. Shh. This shit is getting wiped well, out. I think at that point, that's just going to trump the atomic bomb uh, easily. That's a fact. That's a fact. Kids start coming out crazy looking. Five arms. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's gonna be nobody left. But honestly, we shouldn't be laughing about this topic, right? And I actually was telling you about this earlier. I was watching the um, like we're new to this media game, right? And when it, when situations like this come up, we want to handle it in a very like um mature way yeah. because there's nothing to really joke about. And I was watching. I said, you know what? We got to come in here Saturday, talk about this in an intelligent way. Seem like we come across as empathetic as we are. Yeah. So I decided to watch some different things. And one of the things I ran into was the Howard Stern show. I was explaining this to you. They were actually on air the day 9-11 happened. And I'm not going to put blame on them. I'm not going to say they were insensitive because the way we think, bro, as Americans, we we can't really understand what a real threat is or what a real bad situation is. Point in case, COVID. COVID happened and I don't think anyone in February thought that 150,000 people were going to die. 
Because yeah. that's just so out of the realm of our mindset. Yeah, it is. It's like, bro, that shit is fake. Get that shit out of yeah. here. Playing, we playing germ warfare. And we had, like, look, Ebola came. Ebola was said to be worse than COVID. It was like one death in America. Get that shit out of here. America is, is immune to anything. Mm-hmm. No pun intended. And w- when 9-11 happened, the news came across. Granted, they didn't have the video. It was like a plane ran into the building. And they started making all these jokes. And as I said, they probably didn't really understand the severity of it. But when situations like that come up, you have to handle that shit with the utmost responsibility. Well, that's true. With respect. With respect. Dignity. And that's that's our job on the mic right now. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? Send our condolences to that. Shout out to y'all. Hopefully everything goes good. I mean, I, I might have to make a donation. Hey, do you? I ain't get no money from me. Why? Do you make a dollar donation? <laughs> hey man, I'm not going to expose you. What else we got to talk about? Let's get on to some more positive topics, buddy. Positive topic. Topic. Let's right, tackle. Go, go ahead. No, no, you. I say let's tackle the Rock and the XFL. All right, so we're gonna tackle the Rock. So shout out to Dwayne the Rock Johnson, his ex-wife uh, Donnie Garcia, and um, Redbird Capital Partners buying the XFL for 15 million. Dollars. Brilliant fucking move. Brilliant move, man. It's a very, very strategic, smart move. First of all, how do you get an entire league for that amount of money? Uh, chapter 11 bankruptcy. Oh, they were bankrupt. Yeah, so they went oh. through. Chapter 11 bankruptcy now is um the most complex and the most expensive bankruptcy there is. Okay. And due to the fact that uh, it's most complex because of the reason, um the outcome. You can't look at another company that used Chapter 11 bankruptcy and go okay this is going to be the this outcome i'm going to do it okay one. okay it's, oh we got to figure out how to use you got to find out new ways new tactics to solve this problem mm-hmm. chapter 11 mm-hmm. bankruptcy and it's, okay so that's that's just like you're filing for bankruptcy we don't have an answer for you we're going to give you a bunch of lawyers and they're going to figure it out yeah okay and they had to deal with like reorganization that's just like um um, laying people off, cutting budgets, replacing management, or selling divisions and stuff like that. Mm. And it's most expensive because it is monitored and conducted by the Uni- United States Trustees Office, who require quarterly and monthly payment for services. And then um, the Chapter 11 items require an in-person judge, which is a approved court hearing to occur. So mm. it's monitored 24-7 by the United States uh, Trustees Office, okay. and you got to pay them monthly or quarterly. Okay. There's so much money involved. Yeah, so so they was just like, we got to get this shit off of us. Yeah. So uh, a couple of things when I first heard this, I'm like, not only is this a great business decision to happen at any time in the fucking year, but during COVID, right? You have all these NFL players opting out from this season. Mm-hmm. I don't think the NFL, even if it goes on, it's not probably going to be the, the best season. If there was a new league starting up, number one, they have the best face of it. You have the biggest star in America, mm-hmm. who was also a college football player on a championship team, mm-hmm. right? His cachet is valid. You have the NFL looking like it's going to have a, a, a down season. They can have a bubble because they're too big. Yeah. What is it? 52 players on a team, 30 teams. It's no 30, bubble that could fit that. Yeah. Guess who can have a bubble, right? Guess who could have a season and have it safe enough for the public to be like, Hey, okay, you guys are doing it the right way. Mm-hmm. Maybe the NFL, bro. Can you think about what would happen if the NFL season gets shut down, and the XFL is the only football we have to watch? Easy, easy. The NFL money, bro. And not only are they going to make NFL money now, they're going to sit in the hearts of certain people 
next year and the years to come. Yes. So they're going to start competing for that type of money. Yes. And if they do make a killing this they year, are. guess what they're going to be able to do? Pay some NFL players yeah. NFL money. Yeah, like I said, you have Dwayne Johnson, the most likable person. Yes. And when you have Dwayne Johnson like that, since he's so likable, you think men really want to be Dwayne Johnson. Yes, absolutely. But he's brolic, funny, outgoing. Everyone loves him. The That's kind of like you, him. except that you 5'2". <laughs> <laughs> Jokes. You, you got a big ass head. You look like Kevin Fuck Hart and The Rock Johnson. You got a stone face. You look like an oxymoron, tall ass, big ass, small ass. Big ass mouth. Your mother, mouth. your mother threw you out of the car and got a fine for littering. <laughs> your mom really left you. Nah, we're going to delete that. Nah, you, my mom didn't leave me. My mom loves me. Nah, I'm not even gonna lie to you. You premature because your mommy uh, like you. Uh, <laughs> you the biggest motherfucker in Trinidad. I don't live in Trinidad, buddy. You was, nigga. You went to Longwood. You got a shortwood. <laughs> Why you got two hoop earrings? Do hoop earrings? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, come on. It's not bullshit. We're not comedians. We're not comedians. You a bench player. You look like the pussiest nigga in jail. <laughs> <laughs> you love that joke. That's what joke do. every day. Yo, doesn't Malcolm look like he been to prison before, but he was definitely scared of don't, everybody. Don't you look dirty? Bro, you forgot to put deodorant on. Those, don't nah. give me... Malcolm, did you put deodorant on before yes. you came here? On everything you love? On everything I love. On Riri? Yes, on Riri. Ah, uh, guys, he's cabin. I'm gonna put a sombrero on his ass. Fuck out of here, nigga. I'm gonna name this show Nick and Fag. Okay. Nigga got mask artist on his feet. Boom, Yo, you got feet like an elephant. What does that mean? An elephant doesn't nasty. have feet. They have hooves. Well, then you got a hove. Well, say that, nigga. You got a hove. Nigga, your hairline look like I'm it. out of here. Your, your hairline look like it was You get a haircut, but it look like you got a haircut. Your barber not, name I, is see, Oops. See, I did not get a haircut. And my barber is actually Dominican, so his, his name, name is Jose. Oops. His name is Jose. Oops. <laughs> you look mad gay doing that shit. All right, what was we talking about, bro? Nah, I'm about to fry No, you. come on. You see, we're, we're about. Bro, chill out. You're going to yeah, take this shit. SpongeBob. Oh, my God, bro. Your nah, teeth so look, look like look, a look, cigarette look, butt. <laughs> All right, so because Dwayne Johnson's so likable and uh, men idolizing him and, and women adore him, you know, he's definitely going to get the views. Right. Because it's Dwayne Johnson. And you're gonna At least for the first game, the content has to be good enough to draw people in long term. Of course, it's right. football. People exactly, watch, people watch the XFL because it wasn't on during the uh, NFL season or collegiate okay. season. So, okay. they people love the XFL. I was watching XFL. Yes, and this yeah, think about it. These are players that you, that uh, went to NFL or went to top schools and just didn't. Yeah, so they, so they kind of have names yeah, already. Cardell Jones, who was one of the hottest. Quarterbacks Yo, you know that State. was my favorite quarterback in college, bro. Exactly. I thought he was gonna come to the league and really light shit up. Me too. Gage, what do you call him? Gage twelve or Gage ten? Yeah. Gage or something like that. Gage twelve. Twelve Gage. Twelve mm-hmm. Gage. Bro, how, how how the fuck did he not make the league? It's hard, man. But and his team was doing uh, very well too. He started. Yeah, yeah, they mm. were cooking up too. But look, you get more views, which equals more money. More money, like you said, equals better salaries. Better salaries equal better jobs. Better jobs equal a better economy. And you know who thanks for a better economy? Who? The United States of America. So they're gonna thank Dwayne. The Rock Johnson. Okay. From buying this and having this situation. Absolutely. So, okay. Uh, I don't know if America is going to like him. So, 
It's actually so think about it, right? The NBA is pro black and they give their players that avenue to protest and do everything. We know the NFL is a complete different, right? They're so anti black. They're really anti black, bro, right? Uh, a large portion of their um, fan base is racist people, is racist, Confederate loving rednecks. That's why when Colin Kaepernick stopped kneeling, he was like, bro, cut that shit out. That shit is not good for money, right? With that being said, what if the XFL comes in and they're the NBA version of professional football? We're going to back Dwayne The Rock Johnson is a black owner. We're going to back everything. Neil, we're going to put Black Lives Matter on the field, right? I could see a lot of black players saying, yo, bro, I'm about to go over there and play. Especially if the money is comparable. I think the NFL got big problems on their hands with this. Maybe I'm just too wide-eyed about it, but I think... Especially with COVID, especially with the fact that the NFL might be shut down permanently for the rest of the season, right? As bro, these NFL coaches are fucking fat and out of shape. Andy Reid catches COVID is quiet, uh-huh, easily. It's quiet. He ain't right? Nothing. Bill Belichick is for all the toughness that he is. COVID is taking him right the fuck out, easily taking him out. So one of these NFL coaches get COVID, season is canceled, canceled. Make sure they're taking the vitamin C pills. The vitamin C pills? Yeah. XFL comes in, steals the fan base, wins the heart of Americans, pro-black, gives us some good fucking football. I don't know. But what if they just be like, you can do whatever you want? What do you mean? You could do whatever you want. They don't have to get a stand of having Black Lives Matter on the <laughs> football field. It's like, let's, yo, let's you not- like to nail, you can nail. If you like to stand, you can stand. Just give them the option of being free. At the NFL situation, you didn't have the option of being free. Like, it was like, oh, we're going to bash you for taking a knee. No, you're you're 100% right. Let me ask you. The NBA doesn't have a mandate that says everyone has to take a knee. You, We just know what's happening in America. We know if you're not taking that knee or you're not putting a fist up or you're not saying, you know, something in to the effect that what black people are going through is fucked up and they need better everything, you look racist. So what does everybody in the NBA do? They take a knee. So it's, it's, it's well, almost like mob mentality. If one or if, if there's, let's say there's 50% black people on a team, 50% white people. Those 50% black people are going to take a knee, most likely. You think the white players are not going to follow? But it's all off a view of demographics comparing to in the NBA to the NFL. You know what it is? So the XFL, the XFL is a league. They don't have a fan base yet, really. What are you talking about? The football, people that like football. Right, but what I'm saying is there's a lot of racist people that like basketball, and they probably don't watch basketball enough for how progressive they are. But there's like, I don't give a fuck. We have our fan base. You can cultivate a fan base within fan base. Sure, all NBA people like the NBA, but a lot of them, most of them, agree with the stance that the NBA takes. The NFL, where they were like pitching towards is the fact that this sport has been existing on a large scale. Since the 70s and 60s, when black people don't even have rights, so a large portion of their fan base are racist. I mean, bro, Mississippi, Alabama, all these states that go crazy for college football, there's a lot of NFL fans there. They're racist. Or, or I'm not going to say they're racist. I don't, I don't want to make that um, analogy. Yo, E. Yo, don't. 
I'm potting, bro. But listen, we gonna give you a shout out, bro. I'm gonna hit you when I'm done. Mid episode, brother. Oh, excellent, bro. The message, whatever y'all saying right now, I know y'all saying some powerful shit. I love y'all niggas. Y'all niggas go hard, man. I appreciate like, it, bro. I love you too, bro. We'll talk to you later. Alright. Best trainer in fucking New York City. Yo. If y'all need a trainer, bro, go hit up my son, Kid Class. Yes, sir. Kid underscore class. Kid underscore class. Ethan Addison. He's the best trainer in New York City. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Bless. Um, but what was I saying? But yeah, um, the XFL. I'm like with, saying with Dwayne Johnson ha- being there. Yeah, you don't need it. Yo, you let it. It's like a free fall, really. It's a free fall, but I think I mean, well, well see, but you but can't I, say that they don't have a demographic. Football is football. Football's gonna have a demographic. Malcolm, basketball has a demographic, but the NBA has clearly shown which demographic they're playing towards. Yeah, which makes sense for the NBA. Why? Why for the NBA not the NF- in a football league? Because we, like you said, when when Kaepernick did something, right? He t- he took a knee. They told him to cut the shit out, right? If NBA player did they, did, did they do anything? Yes, because I think NBA, the NBA, right? It's a players league. I actually was thinking about this a few weeks ago. The NBA is a players league. They market their players. LeBron James is the league. The league goes as LeBron goes. There's no even even a Tom Brady. There's no such um, player in the NFL. They're the Shield, right? The no one is bigger than the Shield. But that's better though. If you let the it XFL is, let the players just be the players, that's what I'm saying. It is better. But what happens is just that. Okay, let's think about this, right? Michael Jordan was the biggest thing in America at one point. Naturally, even if you was a racist white man. And you seen Michael Jordan, you're like, how fucking racist could I be? This guy is the greatest human in the earth. Michael, what do they call him? Jesus on the basketball court. That's Jesus. How can I be racist? Right? And the league pushed their players so the people who watched it had to, you know what I mean? Had to either get that racism out of them or compartmentalize it or be like, I'm not watching basketball anymore. The NFL never took that stand. So when it came to Colin Kaepernick taking a knee in 2014, it's like you can't you can't go back. Your first impression is what lasts. Okay, this was the impression. We're here. We expect everybody to be in line. And if you rock the boat, I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna be pissed about it. But if you come to expect, okay, I know what the NBA is about. I know they're gonna Black Lives Matter me to death. I can't protest it because I know that's what they're going to do. Bro, the only white people on the NBA team is from Europe. I'm talking about fans. But what I'm saying is, since it's the only white people that are on the NBA team are from Europe, all the extra stuff that the the NFL promotes of like stopping the nailing and everything, the NBA doesn't have to deal with that. Because it's like you said, it's a player thing. You have more white people. When I, I'm not trying to preach for white people, but I'm trying to say it's better off because you have more white people and all, more black people on the NFL team and the NFL roster. It's fine to be a free for all. Of like, yo, if you want to kneel, you can kneel. If you want to stand, you can stand. We're all one team. We're all one union. So you think since the NBA is a smaller team and majority of the white people are from Europe, they have nothing to do with the race situation going on in America. I guess I'm not. What I'm saying is I'm not talking about the white players. I'm talking about the white fans. Yes, but what I'm saying, the NBA is allowed to promote all the Black Lives Matter and everything. They're not allowed. They made that decision. Okay, they made that decision then. Reason being that majority of the players on the team are 
black. Malcolm, that's have you not, watched the NFL game? Yes, I understand that. But what I'm saying is there's more white people on the NFL team than there is on the NBA team. And these NFL uh, white players are from America. Bro, if we go on the NBA roster right now and we see a white dude, there's a good chance he's from overseas. And like I, I said, I'm not. I I'm can't not, think I'm of not, any I'm good not, white player that's not from overseas right that's now. That's what I'm saying. But, but look, I'm not backing um, the white American belief of you shouldn't be nailing everything. What I'm saying is, it's Dwayne Johnson, bro. Dwayne Johnson, Dwayne Johnson doesn't have that mindset. Dwayne Johnson's like Fifty Cent. Fifty Cent doesn't have the mindset of black this, black this, black this. If it's bullshit, it's bullshit. But okay. If Dwayne Johnson comes in with the mindset, yo, you could do whatever the fuck you want. You could take a knee. You could stand for the Pledge of Allegiance. You and you can wear, you can wear a Black Lives Matter t-shirt. You could do whatever. whatever you want. It's fine. That's that, perfectly that, fine. That, that's great for the league. That's, that's great for the XFL. Because you have freedom of speech right then and there. What the NFL was doing, it wasn't giving the players freedom of speech. Or freedom of action. Freedom, freedom of, of anything. protesting. First right. Amendment. You're right. I, I guess the way I differ, and I we don't really differ, I just... What I'm saying is the state of the country currently, if they do give them that freedom, everyone is going to kneel, including every single white player. Just like if a teacher comes in class and say you have the freedom to choose a 100-question final test or a 50-question take-home test for the final, even though everyone has a choice... We know what the fuck 100% of the class is going to choose. I don't think so in the NFL, though. It's completely okay. different. Because you, the like XFL. I, the XFL. Okay. Because if you think about it, like we said, NBA player. You see a, a white NBA player. Good change from overseas, right? Mm-hmm. Where he doesn't have any any family members in the military. A lot of NFL players, white NFL mm. players have... a NFL players in general have family members in the military. And that's the reason why they stand, Nick. It, that's why we can't kind of have that type of argument and it's okay. smart for Dwayne Johnson to go out there like yo do whatever you please you can't say nothing to your teammate because l- it's fine this you is how what. this is how we're going to represent our organization right. you would like to take a knee take a knee you would like to stand you would like to you could you can stand you okay. would like to wear a black lives matter t-shirt under your jersey pre-game don't have your shoulder pads jersey on you can do that okay you could do whatever you please and th- having that Will make the XFL ten times better than the NFL, off based off of the social uh, problems. Do you think you could create a problem in the locker room if you have, um, say, fifty percent of people kneeling, black or white, and then you have another fifty percent who's like, "Yo, I'm not jacking that shit." No. Do you think you could create a division within the locker room? No. 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 I feel like there will be no division in the locker room because it's football at the end of the day, and we know how you play football. We all play in a team environment. You could look at the situation at Utica if they were doing that. If, honestly, if I was at Utica and there were some white or black dudes who decided not to kneel and everybody else was kneeling, I'd probably feel some type of way about it. You won't say that to James Harrison. <laughs> you beat your ass. What if James Harrison is saying it to you, motherfucker? I uh, bet you you're taking a knee. <laughs> James Harrison will whoop the shit out of somebody. He's against taking a knee. I hope we got our point across. I don't know. Nah, but honestly, but, um, Go ahead. Go ahead. Like I said, it's a challenge to NFL. It's a challenge to NFL. Hey, NFL, watch your fucking back, yo. AB, go play for the XFL, buddy. What you doing? AB, perfect. Who else? Who else could. That's not in the league right now that could play in the XFL. Terrell Owens definitely can. Ooh, T.O. with Cook in the XFL. Who else? Come on, come on. We got. Come on. 
The Rock should play. Nah. Bro, The Rock was ill. You never seen when he got the concussion? Oh, nah. He gave <laughs> you one good hit. He, he wasn't ill. Nah, but he, yo, he knocked himself off. He, uh, out. He was running out of kickoff. He hit a nigga head on and just passed out. Yo, you know what's funny? I met some dude. He tried to violate me. This dude, he used to um train people at this park by me, right? Mm-hmm. And he was like, you going to Utica? Utica. He was like, I played at uh, LSU. No, I played at... um. Think of University of Mississippi. He's like, when I went to LSU, all the girls were screaming my name. Blah blah blah. He was like, he was like, you know what they do to people that don't play at these big schools? They like, look, you want to play? Go on kickoff right now. Just run down and hurt somebody. Uh, and then that's what they do. Did this dude actually play at LSU, bro? I couldn't even find him. He said he played in. He played for AT uh, Atlanta Falcons. He was chatting. Oh my god! I'm like, bro, bro I wouldn't take yo, anything honestly, back. Bro, I, I don't my understand what is it, what it is about football that niggas. Choose like if you're a guy and you big, you look like you play football, and you see a cute girl at a bar, you trying to smash, and you decide to lie, be like, yo, yeah, I play for the Falcons, bro. People, cool. but that's cool. If I was six five, hey, trust me, bro, I play for the Patriots with Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, I play with everybody. I'm just on the bench. <laughs> I was on the practice bench, like, squad. Bill Belichick honestly wasn't fuck with me. Remember what he did to uh, what's his name? <laughs> the quarterback when he sat him. McDaniel? No, the one who got the pick the one year against the Seahawks and won the Super Bowl. The cornerback. Oh, the cornerback. I think you said quarterback. No. Malcolm Butler. McDaniels is a quarterback? Yeah, Malcolm Butler. Uh, yeah, McDaniel. Um, but yeah, I don't know what it is about guys that like to lie about uh, to other guys about playing football. When, and I think it was 2018, when we were working <clears throat> construction, me, Tyree, Keanu, all of them could verify this story. This dude was working with us for about two and a half months. Every day lied to us about how he played football at Ole Miss. And we like, bro, niggas Googled you. Niggas Yahooed you. Nigga, I called Mark Zuckerberg. Nigga, your <laughs> name is not valid. Like, where did you play football Why you Mark Zuckerberg? I see if you can <laughs> Facebook search it or something. I'm like, bro, why are you lying to us right now? And it was a time we was at the barbershop in Utica. Bro, we're getting ready. I think we had- Which is a different person now? Yeah, it's a different dude. All right, but did y'all say this is dude face that was in Rochester? Well, cutting his ass. Honestly, oh. I don't think I don't think we did. Okay. He was older. He was a cool ass dude. But we like, bro. Why are you lying, yeah, bro? Why are you Kevin? We know you didn't play. I was one of the best players on the team, and I'm nigga. Cut it out. You play semi pro football yeah, right bro. now. Don't nobody that played D one play semi pro. Anyone that played four years of college football. He was decent at semi pro. He was nice. My son Curry, shout out to Curry, but you a fucking liar, Curry. bro. Semi pro football is a whole bunch of buns playing football, and we we would cook. We not we would be the all American. No, we would play. not cook because I am not playing football. If I was to break my neck, I'm gonna be on that field for You're two not hours. If you were playing football, Nick, you would cook. Yeah, what's up with these niggas that play semi pro? It's no, no it's, it's not even a. So it's not a physical therapist there. There's not an ambulance no there. No agent, bro. Listen, yeah, nothing. Listen, bro. public service announcement. Thank you. And that I'm entire semi pro football shit. And y'all niggas, right y'all niggas got kids to take care of. Yes. Y'all wives is out there cheating on y'all. Yes. Y'all niggas is wilding. You got cut from your college team. You couldn't go play college ball. Like you stopped got, playing college ball because you was doing chicks in school. Cut it out. Because like you niggas, be on Facebook chatting. All these niggas got cut in high school. Yes. Yo, and they take that shit seriously. Serious, like, like, yo, ooh. can't wait till the season coming. Hashtag NFL draft. <laughs> Bitch, where? It's 12 niggas on the field with 12 different jerseys on. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, what are y'all niggas doing? Whatever they want. 
Motherfuckers don't have no practice. Yo, they quarterback going to huddle like, you run a vertical, you run a hitch, you run a dig. Yo, run it back. Just block for me. I'm just going to run. I'm not even going to lie to you. I played with some good dudes when I played semi-pro. I'm talking shit about semi-pro, but I played semi-pro. Yeah, but this was before. before I played high school football. I was like 30. I think I said this story on here. I was 13. The cutoff age for the literally team I was playing for was 13. So they just moved me up to play yeah, a little you bit. You just got to make weight. Nah, I, <laughs> I mean, I wasn't that big back then. I'm I was like 240. But since we saw on the football topic, I want to talk about college football and oh. and what's going on there. So, UConn actually just pulled out. They said, cancel the season. Granted, UConn is ass. They were 2-8 and eight last yeah. year, and they're independent. So, technically, they're not affecting anybody. And most teams that are still playing, mm-hmm. they've... um committed to a conference-only schedule. Okay. So if you're in the SEC, you're only playing SEC teams. If you're in the ACC, you're only playing ACC teams. With that being said, I think this is the first domino to fall of the entire college football season just going under. Because, yeah. number one, you're not paying these kids. They do not have the financial incentive to go out there and risk their lives. Right? A lot of these, Some of these kids have kids themselves. Some of these people need to see their family. It makes no sense for them to go out there and risk their lives. With that being said, the season is going to be canceled. Millions and maybe even billions of dollars are going to be lost. Yeah. College football players, I think this is your opportunity to get paid. This is a protest. This is what they need to do. After the season is over, honestly, as soon as the entire season, they say, listen, close this shit down, shut it down. Hey, y'all, we are not playing next year. Unless we get some type of fucking money. We tired of this shit. <laughs> that way the... Oh, what's the... Well, who the niggas that run college football? Just say the NCAA. The NCAA. They have two years to think about. Okay, we're losing billions of dollars this year. Do we want to risk this shit next year? And they have enough time to acquiesce and come and say, Listen, you know what? Y'all niggas is right. We're going to give y'all something. Even if it's, even if it's $50,000 a year for all D1 schools and you get it after you graduate. That way you graduate with 200000 in your pockets. Go start a um, a business, young black man, young white man, young Samoan <laughs> man, whatever the fuck you are. That's a fact. Right? But, but here's my thing. There's no backup play when it comes to football. And, like, let's take a situation, a gentleman that comes from a bad background. He don't have time to just sit out and protest. He needs to play right now, then in here to get his name out there. Even though they got to take three years. What are you to, saying? What are you so saying? what I'm saying is, if in college basketball, there's tens of million backup plans to not play college basketball. But this, as in, you don't go, I'm sorry, you don't go into the NCAA, right? Okay. You can go overseas. You could do all this extra stuff. With football, it is based that you go to these top, you, you go through the NCAA to go to the league. There's no backup plan. I mean, 90, you take 90, situation, 99% of the players don't make it to the league. But they all go through the NCAA. Right, and they are on NCAA. But there's no backup plan of a football at the collegiate level, like the like the uh, like basketball has it. Oh, you mean like they can't go play for another league? Yes. They, no, I'm not saying go play for. No, I'm saying say you're just not going to play. Yes, I understand that. But what I'm trying to say is, we take a gentleman. It's like, yo, this is my ticket out. I need to play this shit to get my name out there. To go to the league? You don't have to protest this To thing. go to the league? I know you can't go to the league right now, but to get that starting position to 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 mock draft everything. 
But you're talking that's about 1% of the league, Malcolm. That's definitely not 1%. That's probably majority Bro, how, of the Do you know how team. many college football teams there are? Yes, I know. How many players are there in the NFL? Bro, I promise you less than 1% of college football players go to the league. Yes. That's fine. With that being said, I'm but not going to make a it. a lot this. of kids that can't take that risk. Like, yo, I could just sit out. What about the other 99% who are not going to the league? That's not a risk. Everyone Especially, plays in the NCAA at Division One to try to go to the league. Majority of the kids on the team. You think every hundred person on that it's team? A majority of the kids on the no, team. No, no. Majority no, of kids no, on a Division One team try to go. Bro, to the league. are you serious, bro? Majority of kids on a Division One team try to go to the league. All right. Yes, Nick, Malcolm. Mm-hmm. Malcolm, you're no majority of players are trying to go to the league if less than one percent goes. That makes no sense. But even what? if that was true, Nick, you telling me? All the kids at a majority on Bama. We know not all of them go to the league. Malcolm, you're naming okay, one fine. school. What about a UConn kid, that went two and eight? And they, and if a kid get a full ride, this is his chance of like, yo, I could go to the league. Okay, Malcolm. You telling me all the kids on UConn, be like, we ask them, be like, yo, you trying to go to the league, right? I'm pretty sure they're going to say yes, Nick. It's a Division One program. I think, Central Michigan. I'm not even going to lie to you. I think a... a, a, a player who's good at D3, like we know a lot of players who thought they had a chance to go to the league, I think they have a more wide-eyed opinion of what making to the, making it to the league actually is than someone who is the 11th best player on the starting offense playing against teams like Alabama. He's probably more realistic like, dude, it, I don't have a fucking shot. No, he's already playing Division One, bro. What does yeah. Division One have to do with fucking NFL? If you go play Division One, you have a better chance of going to the league than anyone that plays D one, Double A, D two, D three. Yeah, you're moving the goalposts right now. I guess what I'm, I'm not tra- moving. Nothing. I guess what I'm trying to say is you're just not understanding. I I'm not understanding what you're saying. But even let's say most players thought they could go to the league. If you're protesting, no one's getting their scholarships taken away. That's the point of a protest. Everybody band together. They're not going to kick anybody off of the team. What yeah. they're going to do is acquiesce. Okay, you guys are going to set out. We're going to lose billions. You guys are worth a lot more money than we're refusing to pay you. So here, take this 200000 over four years and get the fuck out of my face. No one's going to... So- no player that was going to get drafted is now not going to get drafted. No player that had a D1 scholarship is not going to have a scholarship. I don't know. With the scholarships, fine, but let's talk about going to the league. That's what I'm saying. If if Joe Burrow says me and LSU are protesting and we are not we, playing, is Joe Burrow, even if he doesn't play another snap this year, not getting drafted number one? Not Joe not, Burrow. He's not. Jo- he, not Joe Burrow. The dude from Clemson. Not say Joe the Burrow. dude from Clemson. You better not say Joe Burrow. He already got drafted number one. The dude but from I, Clemson. But what I'm saying, if he didn't play last year, we never knew anything about him till okay. the end of the, end of the co- collegiate and season. And guess what? If no one plays, no one plays. And but that's hurting a lot of kids. Like I it's, said, it's going to hurt everybody in that it's case. It's going to hurt a lot of kids. That's why they won't do it. That's why I'm saying they won't do it because it's going to hurt them. Do you understand how stupid it is? Just the just your your view on it. You're saying that if everyone sits out and this league is possibly going to lose millions of dollars, people are going to be affected. Less than one percent. We're going to make a decision on. Everyone, you motherfuckers are gonna go to the league and make millions. The other ninety nine percent are gonna go to fucking try to get a job at a fucking Target after this shit. We are gonna acquiesce to you motherfuckers because you want to be a millionaire. When I just want to have a proper amount of money to live a comfortable life when I leave here and act like I made a school billions of dollars. 
But we understand that that 99% do go to play Division One football to try to go to the league. They're not going to take that chance of just sitting out. Let's protest. Because there's no other options. I if guess, there was other options, it would be valid for you to say that. But there's no other options for these kids that tryouts, play at the NCAA. Combines. Nick, that's after the season. So, but if, if we but collegiate basketball, you could go play wherever so you wait, want. Wait. So, what, what you're saying is, right? Because what you're basically trying to make come across as there's people who don't take chances in life that they know are a chance. But at the end of the day, they believe in the chance that they have. So you're no, saying that's all not what these, I'm saying. You're saying that's all these NCAA players are going to cave because of because of there's no other option. Yes, Malcolm, Malcolm. That's what I'm. That's s- what I said. Oh my god, I'm you know, listening, Nick. You're saying they're going to cave in. There is no other option. But an option is the NCAA caves in a week into the season and said, "Listen, we're going to pay you your money. Everybody can play." Which is most likely going to happen. Why? Because they're not trying to lose billions of dollars. I don't think this shit is going to happen. I'm just throwing it out there. I we can agree that. to disagree. Okay. I think it would be a smart move. And the reason why I think it's going to be a smart move is because if they do that, I think they're definitely going to get that money. There's no way the NBA say, the NCAA says, hey, you know what, man? Y'all niggas just sit out. We're going to refuse to pay y'all pennies on the dollars that we make off of y'all fucking heads. It just, it's not, it's not, it's not. And it's hard. What? For, for, for uh, football players? Like, who would you pay? Let's say you got one team. Last I say, Bam, let's say UConn. Who are you paying? That's true. I who think, is you paying on I, UConn? I think that's really funny, too. I think it needs to be everybody. I that's, think it needs to be everyone. Fixed. If you make it to the NFL, you get nothing. Right? So that's, you got to pay it back? Well, you don't think it paid during college. I don't think they should pay him during college. I think they should pay him but, after. But you don't ever know, especially a school like UConn. How, how would you know? How would you know what? If he's going to the league. You said if he goes no, to the league. No, if you go after your four years, if you get drafted, if you make a walk-on team, if you get signed, you forfeit that money. If you are one of these. As in, so you pay it back. No, but you don't get it. I'm saying you're, they're not giving you this money year to year. They give it to you after your after you graduate or after oh, you, okay. or some people okay. leave for the sense. league early right if you leave for yeah. the league early you get nothing if you're if you try for the league so you, you never graduate, get signed okay you like, can here's your little check here's your check for for voluntary <laughs> for basically for making us billions of dollars yeah, i don't right. think you know what i mean no, i think it's only right bro that makes sense because you're still gonna complain because it's like yo i was just fucking eating piece of shit for four years and now you're giving me the money? Yeah, like yeah, I don't need that money. You're a dumb kid if you get mad about someone handing you $200,000. But you would want the money year. during the situation. You would, but you would understand. I mean, it. Uh, yeah. Because I mean, yeah. like, think of rags to riches. Any situation, like, you ain't have shit, then you go make a lot of Let's money. Let's be honest. 200000 is not going to make you rich. If you smart with it, man. If you smart with it. <laughs> and a lot of these four players is dumb as shit. But um, C-Mac, well, I mean, a lot of. Uh, programs, but the CMAC has like Central Michigan. That whole uh, conference canceled the season for the fall. So they did cancel the CMAC season. did, yeah, the CMAC, C-Mac. That conference. Like, what is that? D one AA? No, it's D one Central Michigan, Eastern Michigan, NIU. Which is no, all the niggas got to be AA. No, niggas it's a Division one team. Hmm. All them niggas sounds like they suck. No, they do. They not. They not fucking with the Big Ten. Stony Brook. Stony Brook will put up a better fight against Bama than them niggas. Nah, you can't. 
Stony Brook is nice, bro. But they not getting you know Stony Brook tried to you know Stony Brook tried to recruit me when I was a freshman in high school. But they gave me a they gave me a scholarship. But I'm like, nigga, you look got a PT program. Why would I go to Stony? You talk about that name sounds weird. I don't want to go to Stony Brook. What's a Seawolf? Seagull. I'm play for the Pioneers. I'm Moose. Yeah, bro, baby. You know you could try to give me a scholarship too. Which one? It's <laughs> uh, acad- acting like pop. An academic. They try to give me three academics. Give you the DJ academic scholarship. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Since yeah, we since we're on the topic of sports, let's can we talk about Kawhi and LeBron? Yeah. I know you don't give a fuck about this shit, but I just got to get. You this can't up. say that. I do give a fuck. Oh, so you do give a fuck. Yeah, okay. I'm trying to hear what you're trying to say. How you gonna come off like that? No, because we were talking about it before. So what? Okay. No, let's go. Kawhi Leonard. I love the NBA. Huh? I love the NBA. I love the NBA too. But before we even get into that, the NBA, this bubble shit, it looks real good. It looks better than I, I thought it was going to look weird and it's yeah. like niggas playing pickup in the gym. Nah, but it looks nah. way better than that shit. They did to win. They did to win. And they're balling. Honestly, bro, this shit is more, these like, the eight games, this shit has been more exciting than the regular season. Oh, I mean, yeah, think about it. Kind of like playoffs. So. And yes, it's playoffs, but. Still regular season, but you have all the. Tr- it's no you trash teams. Yeah, exactly. It's no trash yeah. teams here. You got the the cream, the the cream of the crop, the crop of the cream, whatever the fuck yeah, it cream is. Cream of the crop. They go and at it. You got the Suns, who was supposed to be the worst team in the bubble. Literally. They six and zero, oh, right? Cooking. And then you got the Grizzlies with. Ja moron, <laughs> and them ja niggas moron. is zero and six, yeah. right? Yeah, so it's fun. Yeah. The Lakers locked up the number one scene. Congrats, LeBron. Let me let me t- with the Suns and Suns comparing the Suns and the uh, Memphis Grizzlies. As you can see, when your main player is a shooter, you have a better team. You have a better team. Yes, D book. Compared to you John think the Su- dude? Do you hear the two the two? Teams but I know they got they, the Suns got a uh, a lot more talent. The Suns is trash, but D Bug is a problem. He's a he's I mean, been a problem. Yeah, he's been a problem. But John Moran's also still a rookie. But that's your top player. You know, that's your top target. Who wants to drive to the rack when D Book wants to do everything possible? Who's better, Devin Booker or John Morant? D Book. Who's better, D Book or Zion? Alright, bro. I was just about to give you a clout. Yeah. Bro, that's not close. Zion is a top 10 NBA player. Oh, yeah. I know, but... But... I just think, you know, Zion's not getting the minutes he really deserves. And But he... Like, his... um, He's really... Minutes per... His, his stats per minute or something like that is crazy. Yeah. But, um... Okay, LeBron and Kawhi. This past week, I've been watching a lot of sports talk shows. Colin Cowherd... Stephen A. Smith, I should be facing that camera right now. All these guys are like, "Hey, if if Kawhi wins another chip with the Clippers, his third team, he's a top ten player of all time." I thought you sitting there like, "What the fuck is these niggas talking about, bro?" Yo, how, bro? How do you go from not even being a top twenty player to just top? Like, do you, uh, do they understand what a top ten player is? What's okay. A top ten player is someone who is dominant in the regular season, someone who could carry a team, and someone who could win a championship on in high leverage moments. I'll give it to you. Kawhi Leonard has done that. 
two finals MVP. You know who the fuck else has a finals MVP? Who? Andre Iguodala. <laughs> is Andre, if Andre Iguodala wins the next final MVP, is he a top 10 player? Right? And I think Kawhi's MVP is a lot more, his first MVP at least, is a lot more Andre Iguodala-esque than a LeBron James or a Kobe or a Shaq. Where it's like, okay, he was the best player coming in. Defenses were set up to go at this nigga and shut him down, but they couldn't. He won a chip, one finals MVP. He's great. This nigga was the fourth best player on a team stack with some of the greatest players of all time. Yeah. And the greatest coach of all time. Yeah. Right? And you being the fourth nigga, granted, you're good, you're talented, great on defense. You win a finals MVP. You then, you go to Toronto. You play with this fucking stack team. And you being that good of a player, a top five player in the league right now, maybe top two, top three at, at, at the very least. I don't know. Maybe he's top four. Because I might take James, LeBron, and Giannis over him. Easily. Easily. But um, you go to Toronto with a stacked team. Yes, you guys win the chip. I think the way – do you see how Toronto's playing right now, bro? Yeah. They're the they best team. But they blew a 40-point. When? Recently. They blew a forty point in the in the bubble. Yeah, they didn't blow a forty point lead in the I bubble. Blew a forty point. That ass. Yes. I mean, it, do you understand? You but got a forty a point team, lead. Bro. You yeah. think the Cavs ever yeah, got a forty? Bro, they are good as fuck. And okay, we get it. You won another championship. You won another Finals MVP. But let's not act like you dragged the team. I don't even understand what Kawhi Leonard has done, honestly, to even put him in a top twenty discussion. No, Nick, you went from top ten to top twenty. Oh, you said top. I don't. You don't think, think he's a top twenty player? No, no. Damn. If That's he a lot of to, NBA players, bro, want to know who your top twenty is? Yep, bro, bro, bro. I don't know. Maybe I'm hating right now. I'm just let's go with top ten. I don't know about top twenty. If if he consistently wins, he'll need two more. If chips. if he wins another championship, sure. But he has to be the final. Put him MVP. in the top. Another championship, finals MVP. Put him in the top twenty. Top ten. Nah. Cut it the fuck. Bro, that shit really pissed me off. But that... That should get the views, though. Exactly. You, you, know what yeah. it, you know what it is? LeBron is so great that they're looking at him at age 36 in his 16th season, and they're saying, wow, he's almost as good as LeBron. Or he might be as good as LeBron. Even though he's not. That's what niggas <laughs> is close. thinking. Right? Kenny, first game of the season, says, oh, my God, Kawhi Leonard made LeBron James look unathletic. Shut the fuck. Yo, bro, why is these niggas on TV talking basketball, bro? These, I think they just be saying shit to say shit sometimes. Yes, bro. That's what they do it for. So you could talk about it like this. So but I, they I chatting. Nah, they chatting. Kawhi Leonard is easily not a top 10 player. My little brother not, He's different. not a top 20 player right now. Yeah, if he wins another chip, sure, he'll be top 20. Go win yourself a fucking final, uh, a regular season MVP, bro. When, Show niggas you could carry a team. He's never... Carried a team. He missed like 10 games with the Raptors. They were 8 and fucking 2. He left the Raptors. They are the second seed in the fucking Eastern Conference. Yeah. Probably the best team in the Eastern Conference. No without a solidified star. He don't make no noise. He Who? can't cook a team by himself. Can't. He, he can't. can't. He, he can't, can't pass like LeBron nah. does. He would never survive. If you, if you, that Cavs team. Any Cavs team. Cool. Cavs teams without Kyrie. You put, you take out LeBron and you put Kawhi there. No. 
Kawhi Leonard is because he's gonna do too much on offense. Can't play defense. You see how this man move around the court, bro? Yes. He look like he hurt every time. Hey, bro, they make fun of nigga flat footed Kawhi. <laughs> oh, that's what they call him. Flat footed Kawhi bringing the ball up, bro. I don't flat-footed get footed Kawhi gets the rebound. I don't. I don't get why they do that, bro. Yo, NBA, y'all gotta stop that. Y'all gotta put some fucking respect on my son, Brian. Yes, King James. Because y'all yeah. are really just getting too comfortable with his greatness. Too comfortable. I did not come in here to cave for LeBron, but that's what the fuck I'm doing right now. Y'all just getting too comfortable with his greatness. Yeah. A nigga is 36. Shouldn't win the MVP. <laughs> right? The other day they played a clip as locked up Paul George and Kawhi on the same play. But y'all just take that for granted. Because he's LeBron James. Yeah. That's okay, man. Let's not talk about LeBron no more. It's not. Let's I'm talk about sh- someone else. I'm sure niggas wasn't giving Jesus some any clout yeah. after a while. I was like, <laughs> you don't walk on water, nigga. Yeah. Come on, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> we Come on. preaching about Come the Bible. Come on, walk on water. This nigga trash. He nigga showed us that last week. When there was no food around. How you give bread to people there was no bread around? And there was enough <laughs> for extra. Like, oh, nigga, you only gave you made ten bread, nigga. I would have made cinnamon <laughs> buns. The Yo, other dude, Joe Blow, would have made twenty cinnamon buns. You know they said they created the um, shower for Jesus, for real, because he was always walking on his bath water. <laughs> <laughs> that's a joke. Or that no, actually? that's real. That's not what Bible. I'm saying. Is like, no, nah, not in the Bible. Why? What? <laughs> I know I'm it was sorry, a joke, bro. but it wasn't even like that. Funny. It wasn't funny. Nah, <laughs> yo, hold saying. on, bro. I was in Long Island, right? Shout out to all the Long Island people. Cause I fuck, yo, people from Long Island are cool. But what's up with the bitches out there thinking that just cause they slippers got a little fur on it, they get wear that shit anywhere? Oh. Have you seen the girls with these fur slippers? Nah. You never seen the little fur flip flops? What part of Long Island are you at? <laughs> um, you're not just gonna be seen at everywhere. I was well, in Valley all, Stream. Hey, what, what's going on, Valentine? Like, what's around there that you over there? Um, I work lift. I know that. I'm not saying what you do, but what I'm saying is like, what's over there? Why did you seeing that? Like, is there bars? Is there? Oh, um, is a lot of people. Mall. Green oh, Acres Mall. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Look, okay. these shits right here, Green bro. Bitches wear these shits everywhere, and over this there? shit is yeah, e- everywhere, bro. Honestly, not only in Long Island, New York City. Like, just because it's fur on it, they think they could put some jeans on and really get fly and throw these shits on in a valley. I don't think they get fly. A lot of these bitches don't do their toenails before they put it on. Uh-huh. A lot of these bitches <laughs> do their toenails, and they still got ugly feet. <laughs> like, <laughs> yo, not because you got do feet your... like you. <laughs> yeah, we gonna end the episode right here. This nigga is a hater, but um. He's got feet like LeBron. Hey, yo, ladies, cut that shit the fuck out. Can we talk about China? Yeah. Where do you want to start? It's so much to get to with China. China. So, first of all, Donald Trump made a threat that he's going to ban TikTok. It's not even a threat. I think it's actually like he, in 45 days from the day he made the announcement, he said that TikTok was going to be banned. And that was interesting for a couple of reasons. Number one, hey man, that's just so. What what happened eventually is that it came out that Microsoft wanted to purchase TikTok, and China referred to it as a smashing grab. You say we're gonna ban it, the value immediately drops. If one of your biggest consumer markets is um going to stop using it. You know, yeah, in China, you can't even use real TikTok. Yeah, they got some um, other shit. I think it's called Do Win, like, in China. Some weird shit like that. They funny over there. Yeah, so if America was to ban TikTok, they would be fucked. So the the value of that shit automatically drops. Donald Trump is like, hey, Microsoft, y'all want to buy it? Y'all can buy it. We'll let it rock. 
That is some hot shit. Donald Trump, I applaud you. All right, even though it's dickhead shit, it's hot shit because China does not have any remorse for us. Mm-hmm. China would do the exact same thing to us. Easily. But I was left thinking, why the fuck is America so threatened by China? Because that's China is posing to be a threat. Yeah. Right? Do you have any idea why we're so threatened by China? I would just say technology, AI. Mm. For that reason. And the reason being is what can you do with technology and AI and getting data from people and hacking into systems? Because what can you do with the data? A lot. And you, you, you know, we all notice that Amazon was one, wanted to ban their employees for having TikTok. Uh, Wells Fargo sent out something. Ban, uh, they, they want their employees to not have TikTok on their phone. So it's a lot of big companies you, so you not were, have TikTok. You was telling for me a reason. The, the reason why they don't want to have TikTok is because <clears throat> China passed a law in 2017 where any company that operates within China, mm-hmm. they have the ability to say, "Hey, we want every single ounce of information you have, and you have to give it to us." Yeah. So you think the Chinese government is going to take that information and probably try to spy on these different big tech companies? Yeah, and this is called the uh, China Internet Security Law. Okay, what you just said. It, yeah, because if you get that type of knowledge, you know, you're playing with fire right then and there. Okay, so my thing is, <clears throat> this is why I think. you. A lot of people look at big companies as the power. Like, the, like the, the key to power is through these big companies. And that's why um, Monopoly is not allowed. Because if a company gets too powerful, fuck, they might take over a country. Yeah. That's how powerful they are. Even deeper than that, what makes these companies that powerful? Their ability to control individuals on a large scale, on a mass scale. I think what China is doing with that information is collecting it and learning how to make more apps and more just like mm. you know like just consumer information seeing what the consumer likes it's very innocent however back in the day the key to power for a country was atomic bombs it was who can make it to space first and set up all these satellites to to do gps when it comes to war and stuff today everyone has a nuclear bomb and that is the worst a weapon could get so that is not really just making anyone better than the other what is, is these large companies that can control everyone in every corner of the country through technology. through technology. For example, Russia. Russia hacked America's election through Facebook. That's what they said. Bunch of Facebook ads, a bunch of fake accounts. They hacked America mm-hmm. election through Facebook. What if Russia owned Facebook? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah. They can get elected whoever the fuck they want to get elected if it's that easy. And I think that's why we scared of China for that reason. Yes, because what if TikTok becomes the biggest thing ever? (laughs) And I think it has the potential, right? You, bro, think about it. All these kids are not just dancing on TikTok; they're developing a skill, right? And it's it's what skill is that? Dancing. And the better you get, you're not just gonna want to stop dancing. And dancing is a thing, like, innate in human nature. Any culture you go, they have a form of dancing. Now you have this website that makes people want to dance. These kids are not going to grow up 15, 16, 20 and be like, I want to stop dancing. It's like, no, nigga, I'm nice now. We on TikTok for the rest of our lives. Now, China has one of the biggest influential 
media entities in the world. They could get Joe Biden elected if they wanted to. <laughs> I think this is how Trump and America is looking yeah, at it. Yeah, that's definitely how they look at it for, for that reason. And not only are they, TikTok is going to be there. I think you're going to give them the information on how to tap into the human mind. Because I think that's what the, I think that's what the information really is. Yeah. It gives you information on how to control the masses. Easily. If that makes sense. I mean, doing it right now, we sit there and I go on my laptop and I go, um, Nike shoes. Next thing you know, I'm scrolling through Instagram. It's going to be Nike shoes and right they, there And they know that. Yeah. They know how to control you. They know how to put shit in your face. Put it and right th- there. Yes. And I think that is uh, the danger that China poses to America. They are some of the most in- innovative motherfuckers. Right? Bro. They're coming up with all these big tech companies, that's, and America keeps attacking that's them. That's Bill Gates' fault. Have you ever heard of Huawei? No. It was a phone company. And a lot of people say there was this is this one guy on YouTube and um he does a bunch of reviews on different phones and he honestly said the Huawei phone was better than the iPhone. <laughs> and the only reason people had for using the iPhone over Huawei is because of the ecosystem of iMessage and FaceTime. Other than that, it was deemed a better phone. America doesn't want that happening. No, not at all. Because it's a Chinese company. Yes. Chinese government all of that. We yeah. know they better, bro. They got the best AI. It's said Microsoft Asia, which was created by Bill Gates. Bill Gates went over to um, Asia and was able to expand his business, Microsoft, to Asia, where you come to find out you have a lot of gentlemen that are like top CEOs of tech companies like TikTok, which is ByteDance. ByteDance. Um, uh, and CTOs that came from Microsoft Asian. I'm just giving, like I said, this is cool information. Let me give y'all some cool information. Um, ByteDance CEO Zhang, he worked as an engineer for Microsoft between 08 and 09. Uh, the CTO of Alibaba, which is like very big in China. That's like a wholesale knockoff. Um, they sell like fake shit. Yeah. They I think sell I, everything. Bought, I, thought I bought my Gucci belt on there one time. Oh, you look like the type. I used to wear it, man. I had one fake Gucci belt, but that shit was... It was one of the legit ones, though. Like, I would take it off in school, show niggas, they wouldn't be able to tell the difference. So, what was the difference of it being fake and not fake? I mean, you can tell the leather is a little funny. I mean, I never had one of the fake ones that would be chipping You never had a real one. I never had a real one, but I didn't have the fake, fake one. What was a fake, fake one? You seen one The ones that you could get for $25 at the African spot. I know, but like, what can you see that is how you know it? It just looked fake. It just look face. You gotta, you gotta be from Brooklyn to know. Yeah. Niggas just, you could just tell when niggas shit is fake. Wearing a lot of fake shit in my school. But yeah, I, but I but feel no, like in Long Island, y'all didn't grow up in that in that environment where you was checking nigga. Yo, bro, take your belt off right now. Oh, no. We gotta see the stamp behind that. that. Yo, take your Air Force Ones. Let's see if they got the proper stitching and the insoles. That's how niggas was giving it up in New York City. Yo, shout out to the ASAP mom, bro. They saved us. Why? Because motherfuckers was wearing true religion. Gucci belt and polos and Jordan. I had mad fake truths exactly. back in the day, too. Exactly. Tell them. Mad fake. Exactly. Nigga, I had 10 pairs of cargos. Got it for all under $100. <laughs> These shoes are honestly cheaper than... <laughs> <laughs> this is $1. Them shoes was cheaper than and one shorts. You <laughs> <laughs> stupid. Nah. He's like, can I look at the dollar menu, please? <laughs> True religion. <laughs> It's Going crazy. to the African yeah. store and asking for the dollar menu is sick. <laughs> yeah, what's up with them African? Yeah, bro, I, my mom probably not even gonna want me to tell this story, but I had an African stepdad when I first came to America. Mm-hmm. 
nigga got me a mad hype, bro. Bought me a fucking, um, that's when I was into shoes, right? I was trying to fit in and be fly and shit. I'm like, I want Jordans for Christmas. Nigga got me a pair of Jordans. Figures pair of Jordans I ever seen in my had life. Jordan doing a layup. Nigga, he had Jordan after he played baseball. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yo, what is wrong with this dude, bro? You can't give somebody that's so a foul, fake bro. gift, bro. Yeah, that's, that's a decision you gotta make on your own. Okay, I'm about to go buy some fake shit. Yeah, you can't. What if I gifted you a fake pair of fucking Nike shoes? You wouldn't be my friend anymore. No, nah, not at all, bro. You would dead cut me off. Easily, that's so foul. That's so heartbreaking. He just wants you to get bullied. This would be the scal- and you're in New York City, right? This, this would be the Scala and Mal show if that shit was to happen. <laughs> or the Mal and Scala the number show. one show right now. Mal and Scala. Yeah. Why? Because he's white. Why, bro? You think that'll play good for the audience? If you had a white Scala. co-host, well, shout out to Mala. A white co-host, dude. Yo, Scala, they come and she's like, dude, what the fuck? What's up, man? I do, honestly. You stupid. How does he talk? I like that. I said, me and talk the same. Like, dude, honestly. We bullshit. What was we talking about? What was he? But uh, we were just saying how um, Bill Gates... Bill Gates was looked at as a, a role model in China, and Bill Gates um, expanded his Microsoft business to uh, Asia, which allowed um, a lot of people to work there and branch out to uh, other companies like the TikTok um, parent company, ByteDance, the C- CEO of that. He worked as an engineer for Microsoft between 08 and 09, mm. CTO of Alibaba, which is like the warehouse to buy a lot of stuff and uh, a lot of quantity of stuff. Um, Wang, he was an early member of Microsoft, Microsoft Research Asia. Mm-hmm. Um, the director of Tencent's AI lab, Dong, he worked at Microsoft for more than a decade before leaving in 2017. Zhu Li was a co-founder and CEO of SenseTime, a prominent Chinese AI startup, mm. came through Microsoft Research Asia. Mm. Another AI company called Meg Megvi, the CEO Yin Qi. Worked at uh, Microsoft Research Asia, and uh, Kafu Lee, the founding head of Microsoft Beijing Lab, came from Microsoft Research Asia. So it's just ironic too mm. that um that how like Microsoft is gonna purchase TikTok, and also to the fact that you see all the greats that are coming from Microsoft and what they starting. We just got seen three AI companies right there and there, which extremely. I'll make a threat. quick point, and then I want us to get into AI. When you initially told me that, I was like, you're chatting. It doesn't have anything to do. But you know what? It makes sense because Donald Trump could not force ByteDance to sell to Microsoft, right? I think they realized what Donald Trump was trying to do. It was like, hey, who are we close with that is probably going to give us a fair price on the market value for what we own? Because even though Donald Trump is going to... If Donald Trump was to go through with um what he do is going to do and ban TikTok, Mm -hmm. the market value would diminish. I think um, Bill Gates could say, listen, even though I could buy the shit for pennies off the dollars, I'll give you guys 50 cents for it because I know what it's worth. And I I respect you guys. Now, AI. Huh? You look like Kawhi Lit it. (laughs) AI what though? (laughs) AI. Yo, I think Kawhi got braids popping again. Every dude has braids now, bro. Nah, his shit not swaggy though. His shit not swaggy, but he put it in niggas' minds. Nah, he's a cultural icon. So you think motherfuckers get braids? Think they Kawhi? Nah, niggas try to play like Kawhi on the court now. 
<laughs> Lockdown defense. Man, that's all you do. You play like Kawhi Howard. <laughs> play Kawhi Howard. Kawhi Howard. All right, let's stop bullshit. So, AI. Bro, honestly, I never really understood why people were scared of AI. And now I'm fucking scared. You got to. Let me tell you why I'm scared. What when when you hear AI, what is the fear that comes to your mind? They doing everything that we do ten times better. And they right. could just do whatever they need to do. And eventually kill us off, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think that yeah, it's gonna be so much more foul than that, bro. There's literally and I work in the medical field, so there's this machine called the Da Vinci machines. Look it up. It's fucking nuts. Doctors, they come on like a table like this. They put their hands in it, and they it's like VR, and they do surgery on people, but the surgery is being done by this big-ass fucking machine. The guy is on the table. The machine is over him. A thousand different knives pointed to the guy, and the doctor is over there just controlling it, and it does the machine because it's way more precise than any doctor mm. could ever be. Eventually, let's let's I'm going to break it down. That is the job of 10 doctors being taken over by a machine. Mm-hmm. But someone's controlling it, right? Why did the robot get that job? Because it was more precise. Mm-hmm. So what happens when the doctor who's behind the machine, they find a robot that's more precise yeah. to operate that robot. all day. All day, just do <laughs> surgeries. <laughs> surgeries all day. You trickle down. You trickle down. <laughs> someone giving birth you find someone you find a robot that's a better midwife than the real midwife and this goes on for 10 20 years where everyone in the hospital is fucking being replaced by all robots because you have one job taken over by a robot but it's still being controlled by a human then they find a robot who's gonna do a better supervision job than the human mm-hmm. it's gonna get to a point where a bitch comes in a female. I shouldn't have said bitch yeah, here. Yeah, female. A female comes in to give birth in a hospital full of robots. Look at her like, yo, what the fuck is she doing? Uh-huh. <laughs> You're a human. You're a human. What are you doing here? Like, Kill her. Yeah. So I think that's why it's scary, bro. Because where does it stop? Where does it stop? You're trying to make their jobs. They do, they do our jobs more efficiently. Mm-hmm. That is a slippery slope. It is. Because every job you give us. Supervising robots, I'm sure you could create a robot, robot that does it more efficiently. Mm-hmm. Now you have robots policing robots. But that's why the scary thing is you got um, Elon Musk creating a chip, which is for medical reasons, which is going to push towards, hey, instead of having a cell phone, why don't you just get a chip and everything's embedded in you, mm. which is scary. And I'm free thinking moment now. Nah, this is just having a conspiracy <laughs> theory of this Old whole COVID thing. Theory. It's just to test things out. This is a test of the waters of keeping people home and yes. how can we use technology to solve all the problems that's going on Dude, because we're bro. at home. Like I said, every, I believe this is, this is a recession. Every 10 years, yeah. we had the, the 08 uh, market crash because of the house and people just like, yo, you got a job? I right, you work at Walmart, you could go get a loan to mm. live here. We needed something else. It would be stupid to have something where it has to do with the bank and everything. Because mm. like, all right, y'all just bullshit. Now, how did you not know that this was going to happen? Yeah. So they give us a virus we don't know how to control. We're still testing. Keep us home. And when you stay home, now businesses have to find a way to utilize technology mm. to keep their business So going. you think it was a way to fast track AI into the system? Yes. 
How can we yes. look? We got to make money. You could stay home or figure something out. So they people figure mm-hmm. something out and good point. It's I'm scared. I'm it, scared of AI, man. I need to get a book about AI and read some shit. But I'm scared. Gentleman, how uh, Kafu Lee, who's the founding head of Microsoft Beijing Lab, mm-hmm. uh, he has a book. Uh, uh, What's it called? You. I didn't. I deleted it. I didn't write the book. It, it's called. about AI yeah, and like predicting he, what it's going to be in the future. Yeah, he runs a. So that dude Kafu Lee actually runs a. Sinovation Venture, an investment firm focused on AI. Okay. Okay. I'm probably going to try to read that book. I honestly think we should, bro. Yeah, we should. That'll be a good book to read. Because that's that's where the world is going to go. And look, this is my my, my take, guys. Uh, Like, financial literacy is all... Everyone knows financial literacy. Like, it's not like... If you go... If you talk about real estate, bro, it's like, all right, bro. That's like knowing 5 plus 5 is 10. I mean, obviously, you got to be in-depth with it. But if you're just talking about it... Everyone knows. Oh, yeah. No one is oh, blind I'm going to get a house market. and rent it out yeah. and make mad money. Yeah, like financial literacy is like dead at this point. Like It's just like uh, but then the, I think I think um, the depth of it. Just like no different than, than the girls that are on Instagram being like, drinking my water, hashtag, hashtag hydrated, or you know what I mean? A lot of people understand that that life is positive and they dibble and dabble in it, but... I don't. Th- I think it's still a big gap between people who actually understand financial literacy and actually understand real estate, and motherfuckers who just pay lip service to it. No, that's true. You know what I mean? My take on it is, um, coding. Like, code is a big thing because everything turned into tech. If you, a key thing is to learn how to code. You gonna have to teach your kids how to code. Like that's what they're gonna be learning in school instead of all the extra BS. It's like yo. You got a coding class for this, a coding class for this, a coding class for this. Mm. And, and, and then you realize what your mom was going through when you came home. Like, mom, I need help. What the fuck is this? <laughs> so we'll get you a tutor. My kids is not learning how to... My kids is going to make reaction videos. Hold on, hold on. Did you, did you see the new type of reaction videos that are going on? Nah. So apparently, allegedly... <clears throat> On some websites, some of them may be named XXX or Pornhub. I'm not sure. This is what I've heard. I read this in the articles. There's this new wave of reaction videos where men and women (laughs) record themselves watching porn and reacting. Wow. Is that not a cool idea? How would you react to that? How would, talk about how I react to that, bro. How would, awkward, bro. how would you react to a right <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Yo you like you look at your shorty like How would you react to uh Mia Khalifa video? Bro, you know what's crazy? There's probably a lot of breakups breakups that's gonna happen over that. Over reaction videos? Yeah. Girl, but... Reacting? Nah, she she, will, she gonna look. No, nah, on. them reactions is lit though. That's what I heard in the um in the newspaper, yeah, bro, you watch it. It's okay. Just no, no, no. no. Tell, I read this shit. I watch the newspapers. Like I be you watching. Watch the newspaper. You read it. No, you watch the video and you read the newspaper. Well, being the journalist that I am, after I read it, I went to see what it was about. Exactly, and you have consistently been watching it ever since. No, it was good reactions. And now we do therapists out here. Reaction <laughs> video therapist. <laughs> It'll be the first test dummy. It's gonna For be an what? AI robot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, nah, chill out. Reaction videos. Uh, sex therapist. All right, we 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 talking way too much about sex. You know, you married, bro. You're not having no type of sex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stupid. Yo, before we get <laughs> on this topic, I'm mad weird, bro. 
every time I meet a girl and I find out she has a boyfriend, I just get a crush on her. Uh, is that normal? That is. I'll say that's normal. Reason being, this is like I feel like, like if you go back to high school, everyone in high school, like if they realize someone had a boyfriend, girlfriend, you gonna try harder, like try to flex. Yeah, but that's like, a little kid shit, though. It's like you got a boyfriend. I think I like you now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to fight for your love, and then when I, I get see, you, I'm gonna I bring see, up with you. I see what he sees in you, yeah. but I think I can treat you better. better. I'm gonna give you fifty dollars. Nah, chill. You see, yo, and that's the thing with me, bro. A lady can never get a dollar out of me. Bugging. Because I'm I've seen that gameplay too many times where I could probably get fooled a thousand different ways from women. A woman could never ever say, Oh, this nigga is this nigga bought me dinner. I'd use this nigga for that. No. Uh, uh, never, uh. never. And so many niggas that get used like that, it's like, yeah, bro. Uh... You don't have any female relatives that put you on a game and this you... is what females do. And you struggling. You struggling to buy just yourself to be, food. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, you struggling to put gas in your car. Like, come on, bro. Nah, that's funny. Niggas be tripping. Oh, this is a question I wanted to ask you. Um, I was actually listening to an interview by, um, what's his name? Um, Charlemagne the God. No, not Charlemagne the God. It's an old stand-up comedian. He passed away a few years Bernie ago. Bernie Mac. Not Bernie Mac. Fuck. I'll remember his name. But, um... He had an interview, and he said something that was actually really interesting. I actually want your real take. Oh, on I know this. you're talking about black guy. Yeah, what's his name? Old, old mad old. Right, bro. No, is he very old? I'm serious. No, he okay, okay. Patrice O'Neal. Okay, no, have no, you ever no. heard of Patrice O'Neal? No. Well, he said something that wasn't funny at all. He was like, for a relationship to work, a man has. Now nah, it's not a joke. I actually want your take on this because you're yeah. in a happy relationship. A man has a woman has to view her man as better than her. Like kind of out of her league for a yeah, relationship a to really work. Joke. Now, what do you think about that? The real shit. A man, a woman has to look. A at woman her has man. to view her boyfriend, husband, significant other, as someone that's like, wow, I can't believe I got him. Like he's out of my league. They can't really look at you as your equal. Yeah. 100%. You agree with that? Hundred percent. Why is that? Why is that? It's the same reason as why a broke uh, a, a, a rich female is not gonna come here and save you but a rich man will go save a broke female mm. it's the same reason no rich female gonna come in here and be like oh I want you mm. I want you cause she, she I mean that's on the other end of the spectrum yeah. she's no, she knows you're inferior yeah but why can't two people on the same ec- the same mating status like say her mating rating is an 8 and you're an 8 why can't that work out you think because she thinks she could always level up on you and get a yeah. dude that's a nine or something like that? I'm not saying, well, get it. Well, we say get a dude like a nine. We talking about what what he brings to the table. We yeah, brings to the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, yeah, not so, looks. Everything, yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring every what you could bring to the table. Then, uh, yeah, you really gotta be yeah, like far. What is that far catch? You were saying a far catch. Yeah, you gotta be far catch compared to your uh, lady. Like you gotta be out there. Yeah. You what think, you can bring to the table and what you provide and how you can motivate her and how you can be better and mm-hmm. everything, you know? How do you prove to your lady that you are better than her? That's a good question. How do you prove to your lady that you are better than her? Mm-hmm. Like I said, as a man, you just challenge yourself every day and you, the stuff we're doing now, you know, you soak up knowledge and you... Try going on about the knowledge and take action. You show how you about that business. Yeah, exactly about business. You're mm. About business. You're not about giving up and 
somebody come save me. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? How do you how do you how do you motivate your lady? Look, look, think about it like this. Like let's let's no no disrespect to um fat people, but you won't see disrespect a fit, extreme fit male with a sloppy fat lady. You won't see uh What about a, a sexy fat lady? Cause I feel like you're but, equating fat to sloppiness. I said a sloppy fat lady. Okay. I said sloppy fat, but if flat lady a, for a reason. Okay. What yeah. if she was a, a, a Lizzo type? Lizzo we know is. I mean, she work out and everything, but I don't Lizzo know. That's don't a thing. fucking work out. She, she claims she worked Lizzo out. Lizzo cute, though. Bro, you, she went to Utica, so y'all got that chemistry. Ooh. Lizzo. Bro, shut up. Look it up. <laughs> Yo, you fuck with me. Lizzo did not go to Utica. Lizzo went to Utica. All right, bro. All right, go ahead. What, what was you saying? Lizzo did not go to Utica College, bro. Yo, guys. First of all, she was born in Detroit, Michigan. Um, nigga, she went to University of Houston. Get your life together. Damn. So who was it? Oh, where did you Lizzo. get that? Where did you get that information from? Oh my god. Okay, I was gonna ask you how. How do you how do you get on your lady without? Hurting her feelings. Like, say a girl is not doing what she's supposed to do. She's bullshitting. She's lazy. How do you get on her without hurting her feelings? Without making her feel like you're attacking her? Because women are very sensitive. Uh, action. And I'm only yeah. asking you because I'm trying to learn, brother. No, I understand. Um, I would say action, you know. but Because I, I feel like uh, Serena, we were talking about Serena. She's not like that. She's like, she takes action. She knows what she wants to do. I did not ask takes, you about a girl uh, that knows what she wants to do. But I never dealt with a girl that didn't know what she wanted to do. For real? Or you never felt like that? Because sometimes you could never feel... never felt like that. Never. Never and in I'm y'all... I'm glad I'm not around that type of person. Never in y'all three-year relationship. Four, five? How long no, y'all been together? But, uh, five. Never nah, because you have to think about it. You still... Like, you, if you in high school, first two years you in high school, it's high school. You go to college. You're in college. You got to figure everything out. Okay. You test the waters of certain things. Things don't have to always go as planned, but you never give up. That's what it is. Once you give up, I think we should create a segment that calls. I don't know what. That's a good question though. Like, how would you say something? Yeah, how? how Just tell her how it is. That's your lady. I feel like. Okay, so we get that. But as a man, do you tell your daughter? Yeah, honestly, speaking to your girlfriend is like speaking to your eight-year-old daughter. You have to be very delicate with her emotions and and how things are going to come across. Because if your girl is is like say you get to a certain point in your career, and women are notorious for this. If you're a man and you slack, and your girl is gonna let you know in the most raw way possible. Yeah. But we're men. We we could deal with that. Yeah, we do. What if you a nigga? You about your business. Your bit. Your f- female companion is bullshitting. You can't say yo. Get your shit together. You bullshitting. And if you don't do that, I'm gonna leave you because you're not providing. That's the shit that women say to men. You can't say that if you're a man to a woman. You know what's crazy? I was thinking this. Hold on. Let me get her name. 50 talk about this. Uh, about his um, baby mother? Is, uh, I guess it's Shaniqua Top. top yeah. Bro, be... she, a lot of yo, a lot of y'all females, what I'm realizing, like, That's y'all want to be. We're That's... not generalizing. Sorry. But this is shit I be seeing sometimes. Some stop females. trying to be like Shaniqua Tompkins. Like, stop trying to. Act like you got it, all that, all that. You don't put in no work to benefit yourself. You put in work right now, and nothing for longevity. Like you just looking, you do that just so a man could come and try and save you. 
Mm-hmm. Like it's bad. It's a lot bad. of women do that. You right. Stop. A lot of y'all females act like y'all who the hottest female out. Oprah, but y'all Shaniqua Tompkins. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? What I'm saying? Y'all not mm-hmm. really getting to that bag. Y'all yeah. need to understand that. Y'all need to really act like Oprah. Act like Oprah is doing your homework, which means not showing what the fuck you got. Facts. Y'all niggas acting like y'all flossing Birkin bags, yeah. but asking niggas for child support for diapers. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, like you really bugging out. You there. need to pick a lane, shorty. Yeah, that's 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 that that's that sad. Honestly, bro, we we had a lot of topics today. Um, I don't think we could cover all of it. We have like twenty minutes left, and we want to try to do that that yeah. article thing. You want to end the episode here? Yes, sir. Guys, we are extremely sorry for ending the episode so abruptly because we're trying to work on some other content for you guys and the time we have in the studio is limited for the little bit of content you got today. I hope you guys are happy. I hope you guys are appreciative. Let's tell them now. Honestly, in the future, we're going to work on getting our own studio so we can give you our three, four-hour episodes. Yeah. We're really trying to go Joe Rogan with yeah, it. Yeah, big style. Big style. A million of video. Millie. Um, yo, Joe Rogan basically drops a hit song every day. For real. Every day. Every million day. views yeah. out of the gate. It's crazy. It's a great dude, though. Great dude. I, yo, we, I think we talked about this, but not only do I think he's talented, I think the reason why he's so far, he's a literal alpha male. Yeah, I think if he wanted to be a Navy him. SEAL, he could have been a Navy SEAL. Yeah. I think he's that mentally tough. Like I've seen him interact with certain people. Like There was one time on a show when um, Jamie said something, and he just grilled Jamie. Yeah. And Jamie got literally fucking scared. I'm like, oh, he's a psycho. <laughs> He's a psycho, and I'm, I'm trying to be a psycho man. like that too. You get scared when I when I bark at I'm you. I'm scared, y'all. I'll beat your ass. Nigga, I'll whoop your yeah, ass. Right. Nigga, you look like LeBron yeah, James right. hairline. Yeah, <laughs> big as fuck. What? You was ten ten years old when your neck could support your head. Nigga, you look like fuck the you look head. like the Shaq of midgets. Fuck out of here. Yeah, your head. Yeah, you came out your head like that body, dumb small. Nigga, your body an oxymoron. How you big and small? You said that already. <laughs> you said that already. Nigga, you Damn. look like it took ten days to come out the womb. Boy, you look like a it motherfucker. Took ten days to come out the womb. I did. Uh, you see, that's not funny. My mom's gonna be mad at you for that because she did have to have a C-section with me because okay. my head was too big. And my mom had to deal with the same thing too. So no, your mom ain't want you, so she just got uh, you out. Uh, <laughs> out of here. All right, guys. to one person. Yo, bro, stop, Malcolm. I'm really gonna write jokes for you next week and flame you. I'm gonna make you walk out of the podcast. So relax. Flame. Relax. Fuck out of here. Relax. Who said wear dreads? <laughs> Relax, bench man. Don't talk to me like that. You know I'm, I'm sensitive. To Don't you. talk to me like that. Who the fuck wear American Malcolm? Eagle? This is not American. I worked at American Eagle, so I think I'm allowed to Who wear. Who works at American Eagle? How is American Eagle still going? Who was giving some, them money? It was some badass white girls in that motherfucker. First of all, it's like, how the hell is RB still going? But Buffalo Wild Wings giving Arby's money. Hey guys, I think so that's somebody, the end of the episode right there. Uh, Malcolm, you got anything to say to the people? I'm hungry as fuck. What are we gonna eat? Uh, uh, I can't eat. Yeah, salad. I'm about to eat a tuna salad when I get home. I I'm a vegan, that, right? but that's a different story for a different day. I'm vegan now. We, oh, okay, okay. I've right. been vegan for a week now. It's been <laughs> tough. It's been you tough. Can't say you vegan. How long you gotta not eat meat for to you um, eat meat? When? Before you came here. Oh, I'm a pescatarian. There you go. I'm a buddy. pescatarian. There you go. Pescatarian. But guys, we're gonna start bullshitting. Around. Like a pescatarian. Hey yo, bro, let's end the fucking episode <laughs> yeah, so we, we can do, do our article. Come on, come on.
Guys, thank you. To come back again next week for another episode of a lot of fun conversations. And like that, we're out. We out. How you gonna say my part, nigga? <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs>